we believe every person has the right to realize all that is possible for their future. Are you someone who is near retirement, who has been diligent about accumulating wealth and is now navigating the what's next heading into the next chapter of your life? Welcome to the Dream Architect Life Podcast, where money and mindset meet with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson from Sweet Financial Partners. In this podcast, we aim to help shift your focus to the things you can control so you can put your money to work in turning your dreams into reality. Through our trademarked process, The Dream Architect, we make wealth planning fun, informative, and enjoyable. Join us on this journey where Brian and Brittany will explore how you can eliminate your limiting beliefs in the pursuit of all that's possible. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to the Dream Architect Life with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson from Sweet Financial Partners. If you're just joining us, this is part two of a three-part series and it's been amazing so far. Part one, if you haven't heard it, you got to go back and you're going to want to as soon as Brian tells you what it was about. Brian, that part one was absolutely stunning to me. I, 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 don't, I have no words, so you have to have the words for me. <laughs> well, hopefully I do, Eric. Thank you. Yeah, the three, it's a three-part series. Basically, the theme is living a life beyond wealth. And the purpose of that particular podcast was to talk about the four problems that we saw clients continually have that we just didn't see solutions being created. And so we talked a little bit about uh, the five pillars of a dream architect life. One is wealth. The second one was health and longevity. Then we have purpose, legacy, and experiences. And today we're going to talk about legacy and purpose, but the previous one was on health and longevity. And so we talked all about some of the medical advances and some of the resources we're going to bring to people for finding out in advance things that might be going on for health issues where you can be very preventative versus, uh, you know, the current care system where all of a sudden you get sick and you go to the doctor and the two solutions are, well, here's your medication or here's the surgery you need. And nowadays with medical advances, there's a lot more things that you may not be aware of that you should be aware of. Yeah, absolutely. I know today we're focusing on legacy and purpose. Brittany, why don't you start us off? Yeah, the I guess the order of this three-part series is extremely intentional. And I'll give a little background to it. So, you know, Brian shared just a ton of knowledge that in the last episode about the health and longevity space and how excited he personally is about it. I mean, it radiates through the messaging. Here's the thing is that when people start having a true redefined purpose for their future, when they start looking at the legacy that they want to leave behind, it is often a motivator to address the health space. Because if you don't have anything that you are excited about, that you're looking forward to, that you want to make impact on, then you're less inclined from what we've seen to address the health component. So this is really important in a holistic approach in why we chose the pillars that we did. So when you think about purpose and legacy purpose, we're looking at the right now. And this is something that sometimes people feel is a little touchy feely or woo woo or anything like that. But here's the deal. And I'm gonna give a little background on this. 
you know, let's take business owners, for example, you have somebody who has ran their business. They've been important. People take their calls. They're making decisions every day. They're making impact with their clients and customers. You know, they have something that they get up for while every day may not be wonderful. It still gives them a sense of purpose, belonging, and intention for what they're doing and how they're living their life. One day they decide, all right, you know what? It's time for me to kind of close this chapter. So I'm going to go ahead and sell my business. So that process happens. They wake up one day, they no longer have the business and what was happening in it. They no longer have that sense of importance. Mm -hmm. They no longer have that sense of belonging. They no longer have their identity in a lot of cases. And if you've listened up to this point, we talk a lot about identity and reshaping that in these later years. But if you think about it, when you're looking at the reason you were put on this earth and what's the old, old saying, it's like, there's the two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. And I think, Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to use Brian because he's sitting right next to me. You know, I've watched him evolve and I think about this and I get a little like choked up for him. Good grief on a podcast. You know, I think he's found his purpose. And that's super exciting. And I'm just an emotional basket case all the time. So he knows I cry at the drop of the hat, happy, sad, but I think that is so powerful and so exciting because with what we're talking about in these pillars, this is what he was put on this earth to do. The, the, the wealth advisor component and building that business and serving people at the highest capacity and always wanting to do even more and even better. I look at all of that leading up to this point. And Brian is so fortunate that he's taken the time to understand, I mean, what do you call it? Your swan song or whatever that thing is that's next. That's powerful. And that's important. The sad thing is, is not everybody has that and not everybody takes the time to really discover what it is that, that motivates them and that intrinsic drive and all the things that, that get them excited for their future. So I will pause there to clean myself up. Brian, is there <laughs> well, well, thank add? you for those kind comments. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I would, I would agree, you know, having worked with literally hundreds of people that have retired it's not uncommon for whether they're a business owner or just somebody that tired of working and just, you know, wants to have a little more leisure in their life, but it's so common for them to just kind of be lost after a certain point. And I think part of the problem is they don't know where to go or what to do or how to overcome it. And so what we wanted to do, since we saw this so much, is provide resources and people and who's. That's not our expertise. Uh, We'd be in the wealth pillar. But we have fortunately met lots of interesting people that have different processes or ways of, depending on what you need, of helping you overcome that so that your future is as bright or brighter than your past. And If nothing else, the one thing that's always striking to me is there's been studies done that say if you lack purpose, your life expectancy is four to seven years less for that one reason. And if nothing else, if you want to live a little longer, just having a purpose is pretty easy to maybe overcome. Yeah, well, on that list of things, Brittany, that you were talking about, that business owners have had in their life, importance and decision-making, so on and so forth. 
The other thing that they've had is collaboration, right? They've had people around them that they've had discussions mm-hmm. with and, and talking to and making plans and everything that revolved around that business. And I've heard time and time again, and I've seen time and time again, where people, they they do the retirement thing. And even if they're married still, or even if they've, they've got some pretty good friends, they feel like they're on an island. They're all alone. They're, they're by themselves. So Brian, I think you're alluding to, to folks that can help talk them through and walk them through or walk with them to find that purpose, find that plan. Just to have that conversation, I'm, people's faces light up because they know they're going to accomplish something big. They just haven't been able to do it by themselves because they just felt alone in this situation. Um, yeah. So I, I love that. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. And, and I, I would, you know, taking off on Brittany's comments, she's probably correct. I probably have found my new purpose in life. But I, um, I will tell you that when you kind of know what it is you should be doing and you actually do it, it's energizing. You you can do that 24 hours a day and you got as much energy at the end of the day as you had at the beginning because it's not work. It's a passion. It's like a calling. And so building this new you know platform and adding these things for our clients is just energizing to me because one, we get to see results and we get to see the benefits that um, us putting this together can deliver and there's nothing more fulfilling than helping others overcome things that they're struggling with. I don't want to derail this podcast uh, with this comment, but you, you, Brian, you've helped people transition out of businesses, correct? Oh, hundreds of times. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I also want to just throw out a plug. We'll get some contact information, you know, the website and things at the end. Uh, but one thing that I have seen, and and I think that everyone wants to avoid, is when someone sells a business, they don't do it. I want to say the right way, or they don't do it with a lot of thought into what happens afterwards. Meaning, I've seen people sell businesses to folks that they just they just wanted to purchase a business, so they made the sale and they thought everything was good. But they're still in that same town that they've always lived in, that their business was in. And when the business doesn't do well, they find out very quickly that they're still their heart is still attached to their business. So when they find out the business is failing and all the employees that they cared for are not doing well now because the new owners are not doing what they're supposed to be doing or not doing it as well as the previous owner did. That can be heart-wrenching. And so even setting a foundation before you go to this piece of it, I think is very important. I just wanted to throw that out there because I know that you've helped people think through that process and and wait for the right sale for their business, right? Not, not rush into something just because they're ready to retire. They want to make sure that that business continues and all the people that they cared about are continuing to strive and, and succeed as well. So sorry, like I said, I didn't want to derail it, but I think that that's a very big foundational piece that leads to this, to lead yeah, to the, the no, purpose it, part. This is such a great comment. I couldn't have said it any better myself. And, and it, you know, that could be a subject of a whole nother podcast, Absolutely. but you know, one of the other areas of emphasis that we're building on, and I won't spend much time on it is in general, all the things that you said are a hundred percent true. And in general, most people have never sold a business before. Absolutely. So you don't know the right questions to ask. You don't know the right things to do. And so one of the things that we'll be spending a huge amount of time on is bringing experts and you'll, you'll see if you work with us, you'll be see all sorts of stuff, but we've collaborated with some of the world experts on exiting businesses. And mm. it's most people get 50 to hundred percent less in value than they should just because they don't know the right steps. Mm-hmm. They pay too much in taxes. They just like there's a, I mean, I could go on for hours on just the problems, but they don't know what they don't know. 
So, you know, whatever the offer is, they just accept because it sounds good. And the term that gets used a lot is most businesses have a Rembrandt in the closet that they're not aware of that greatly expands the value of their business. Mm. And so anyway, that's definitely a huge thing. Probably the thing we can be the most helpful with for a business owner is helping them prepare and get in contact with the right people to maximize the value that they get for themselves, but make sure they're doing all the things that if they care about their employees and they want to make sure the business succeeds, setting the framework up in advance that not necessarily guarantees you, but greatly enhances the ability for all those things to continue. Yeah, let's let's try to eliminate the regret piece of it before we work on what your next purpose is. So Brittany, yep. like I said, I didn't want to derail it, but I thought that was so important. Brittany, let, let's go back to finding purpose, helping yeah. somebody find out what they are all about, really, you know, in that second stage or the, the next phase of their life. Hey, Brittany here, letting you know that our newest book, Dream Architecture, is available for you on Amazon.com. It hit the Amazon bestsellers list within the first 24 hours of launch. Be sure to hop on over and grab your copy of Dream Architecture today. Yeah, and actually, Eric, I'm really glad you brought that up because I was going to pivot a little bit in that direction, and I'll explain now in, in what way. So if you think about, let's just think about because of recency, COVID-19, okay, that, that big ugly C word that floats around out there. You know, if you look at decisions that are made in times of turmoil, heartache, frustration, maybe scarcity mindset, those kind of things, that's where people tend to make rash decisions. Uh, that's when people tend to make emotional decisions. Yeah. So when you think about that purpose and what you're striving for and what's going to get you out of bed, excited every morning, you know, let's just use the business owner as the example, because we often work with a lot of business owners. So this is very familiar to us. You know, if you have somebody that's done the work to prepare for the financial uh, positive windfall at the end of this sale, that's all fine and good. But if you don't take the time to prepare for the emotional windfall, that's when things fall apart when it comes to your life. Like yeah. you might be set in a financial component, but the other stuff is even bigger than that. So, you know, I think about a couple scenarios where, you know, person sold the business, they wanted to stay on board and kind of be an employee. And while in some circumstances, this works really well, you have very clearly defined duties and it's all good and gravy. And then in other circumstances, it works terribly. Mm -hmm. And that person feels like I've been the decision-making authority. I've been what's driven this business. I've been what's helped it grow for how long. And now I'm like in a back corner at a desk. And I don't even know why the heck I'm here, honestly. So those are the kind of things that we see time and time again, when the work isn't done ahead of time. So I think it's so important. There's twofold here. I think it's so important. Number one, to have a non-biased accountability partner. You know, I think we've talked in, in amongst our team with the advisors and, you know, a lot of times they kind of have a a therapy session with clients where they have to just kind of be that non-biased listening ear. So if you don't have an advisor that you work with, or you don't have somebody like that, this is kind of part two of it. And this is part of why we've created this new platform. It's finding a community because of Eric, what you said about being on that lonely Island out there, finding a community of like-minded individuals who are all looking to accomplish the same thing in essence. 
So while you may not all have the same purpose, you're all in that boat looking at what's next, you know, what's going to fill me up. What are the characteristics? What are my value systems? that's going to help me decide where I should be spending my time. You know, how do I release the idea of all of the accomplishments in my life, defining who I am or all of my material things or that number, that ticket on that business sale? Like, how do you release that? So that doesn't define you. So you can really lean into what that next calling is. So I think it's just about doing the homework, having the right people and taking action forward. The other thing I will say about this, and I know Brian will attest is that a lot of times we found, and again, going back to this lonely Island concept that when people get to this pivotal moment in life where they're like, oh my gosh, like this was supposed to be better than it is. These years were supposed to be exciting. You know, these years I've been waiting for so long to not have to set an alarm and, you know, not have to worry about any responsibility. And now the weight of the world is off my shoulders and I'm bored or I just don't feel fulfilled or I'm antsy or I'm depressed or I'm anxious or whatever those things are. Not everybody has people around them that understand that feeling. You know, some people are absolutely a thousand percent fine doing absolutely nothing in those later years. They're like, you know what? I'm going to go to the golf course on occasion. I'm going to go have coffee with my friends. Maybe I'll run to the store and then I'm going to come home and I'm going to watch my favorite TV show. And they're completely fine with that. And that's okay. Like that's okay for them. But the problem is, is when that's not okay for you, you need the right people in your corner to help you get through it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was just thinking about introverts versus extroverts in that scenario, right? Yeah. I think it's even more important when, when, if you can identify yourself as an introvert, there's a lot of business owners that are introverts. It, they're mm-hmm. just, they're great at delegating, right? They, they're great at running the ship, but once that is done, um, it's really hard to make new friends, right? It's really hard to yeah. put yourself out there for, for folks that kind of are, are homebodies and they, they're comfortable being a potato, right? And then, but they can't be a potato for long because potatoes rot, right? And they, they just sit yeah. there. So I, I think that that's fantastic. I love everything that you're saying. And I know that the second part of this podcast was about legacy. And I know that we want to lead into that. H- how do you help folks with that when it comes to their second, their second drive or their second chapter, mm-hmm. if you will? So I have to make this comment before we get to legacy, because you made me think about uh, listening to an entrepreneur. He was talking about how, you know, he was really important in his business and he wouldn't even have to like say jump. And people were like, how high (laughs) he could just think it. And people were already doing it. But at home, if he did that with his wife or with his kids, (laughs) they're like, uh, do it yourself. Or, you know, you're still the trash man here at home. And so I think that's something too, to think about is, you know, what is that differential? What does that look like so that you can get the right support around you? So I just had to point that out because I thought it was such a funny story, the trash man at home and the guy who, you know, everybody anticipates in the office. So yeah. So legacy, let's just switch gears here a little bit. So this is looking forward. When you think about legacy, a lot of times in our experience, people will immediately associate like my estate plan. That's, you know, I got to make sure that I have that buttoned up for the future and that, you know, the money's going to flow correctly and go to where it needs to go. And what we're finding is that that is not legacy. Uh, maybe it's a small component, 
the legacy so much more. You know, it's about impact. It's about being part of your legacy before you're no longer here to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And I know that Mr. Sweet here has a great example of something that he took action on in his own life to, to create his legacy. So I want you to share that. Okay. For anybody that knows me, you know, I grew up with a single mom and uh, she has uh, done a lot and sacrificed a lot over, over her years. And so kind of to honor her, but also to help other single moms with kids going to college, I, I created a foundation in my mom's name mm. where we help single moms send their kids to college. And I did it while she was still here. She's in a memory care unit today. So fortunately, I was able to do it early enough where we would get the recipients. We'd take them to lunch. My mom would get to meet them. We'd hear about their dreams and plans wow. and goals and encourage them. And so that really brought a lot of smiles to myself, but watching my mom, which is really what I did it for. And just watching how she felt so empowered to help kids. And since I was an only child, it was kind of interesting just seeing how the interaction and the questions she would ask the kids. Hmm. And so that is something that I'm very happy I did but I think the point Brittany was alluding to is we unfortunately see a lot of clients that are charitably inclined, but the problem is they're, they have this uncertainty, I think is uh, probably the term where I want to do something, but I'm just a little unsure if I should do it now and I don't want to run out of money and da, da, da. Mm -hmm. And the problem with that is ultimately, yes, the charities get the money. But the bad thing about it is you never got to see the benefit, the joy in somebody else's eyes, the benefits you could deliver to others. And that's kind of why you want to be charitable is, you know, if you're doing something for somebody else, uh, that's the best way to get out of a bad mood is or having something bad. Just go do something nice for somebody else. It instantly changes your, you know, your mindset. And so part of this whole legacy and purpose is getting people to realize there are ways that you can kind of have your cake and eat it too. And before you decide not to make sure you explore what those are, because you probably can do it and see the benefits today and still be fine meeting all your dreams and goals at the same time. That's, that's beautiful. I, I love that. And, and Brittany, you're not the only emotional one on this podcast. I'm very empathetic. So you cannot, lose it during the podcast because i will tear up and brian will be the only one talking um, yes. brian that was well then i'll probably you know start crying too so you know we'll make a trifecta that way okay I, I just that that really i mean got me a little bit choked up thinking about what your your mom's foundation is and what it does and um i hope i hope i hope that you are documenting the the folks that are recipients of this and helping to follow their journey so that you can see the impact that they then make on, on the community, on their own family, on their, in their own situation to see the ripples in the pond would just be a beautiful thing for long-term. So I hope you're doing that, my man. I mean, that, that just. Probably not to the extent you just gave me a couple of quick uh, ideas popped in when you said that uh, we're keeping track of the kids, but I, I can actually be better at that. So thank you for yeah. that reminder. I would love to see a legacy book on that in 20 to 30 years and just see what those ripples look like, because I, I can't imagine how, how much you're going to change so many people's lives with that. 
Yeah. I mean, one of the things uh, that to get the scholarships, the, the kids are required to send me a, a handwritten note and I save those. And then awesome. I, I follow up with the kids after the fact. And, you know, the, one of the big things I like to do is encourage them because, you know, life is difficult when you're in college, you're just starting out. You don't necessarily know what you want to be when you grow up. And so just to be a, an outside force of positivity uh, is is a fun role that I play because sometimes you might be the only person, you know, serving in that capacity at that moment when they need it most. The sweet ripples in a pond. Just going to throw the title out there. Okay. I'm going to write that down and uh, I'll, uh, I'll put your name underneath it if it gets trademarked. Yeah. Very last page, very bottom corner. That's fine. I love that. You know, Eric, you made me think of something else too. Uh, You know, Brian actually shared this story with me not too long ago. I hadn't realized we have a great client who uh, they had sold their commercial construction business and um, had this beautiful or have this beautiful motor home. And one of the things that he does is he goes to areas of natural disaster in the country mm. and he's then able to offer his skills, his supplies, his kind of backline from all of his years of experience to help in those cases. And just like Brian, you talk about the ripple effect with the kids and then what are they going to do going forward and what their life might bring to others it's the same thing. It's like, you're going to a space where people have literally been devastated. They've lost their homes, their vehicles, uh, loved ones. I mean, it's, it's horrible to think about, but to take your time and go do something like that and literally change people's lives because you have some great connections and you know, a few things mm-hmm. that's legacy, that's impact. Those are the things that are just so stinking meaningful. And, you know, whether you want to do the foundation or you want to go chase around the country, or maybe part of your whole thing is just showing up as the best, you know, grandma or grandpa or family person or whatever that is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be some grandiose gestures. It's just making sure that you're incredibly intentional about what, you know, stories you want left behind about you, uh, you know, what, what impact you want to leave and and what you want people to feel, you know, because of your actions and because of the work that you've done. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, I know we're drawing to the close of this podcast, but what's one thing that you want the listener to know about how just to get started being able to make a difference like that, or being able to leave their mark besides what they already did. So their second chapter mark, if you will, how how can you help folks to, to realize that goal or that dream? Yeah. You know, honestly, like Brian and I said, while we love talking about these things and we're both so passionate, we are by no means the experts. The good news is that we absolutely have professionals that we can put them in touch with that can help and that specialize and every single day help build out legacy plans, help with the purpose plan. Uh, There's so many different companies and genius people out there that that we can put them in touch with. So something like this, this is something resources that we'll be putting in front of our clients as well. This is something you can email Brian or myself. I feel like this is a very personal type conversation. So while we could send you to a couple different websites, Mm -hmm. it's really important to us to really find out what the core is that you're looking for. So Brittany at sweetfinancial.com or Brian at sweetfinancial.com, something we would give to our clients as well. Yeah. And I think, you know, if, if you just have a consciousness about the importance of it, that's a great first step mm-hmm. and realizing that, gee, I guess that is important. Or if I knew more about this, my life could be better. And then like Brittany said, you know, we can certainly be a resource, but there are resources out there that specifically can help you in really all of those areas. It's just kind of knowing the who. Just don't keep it on your someday list. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and just going to throw this back out there for those business owners that are looking to exit in the next five to 10 years, 15 years or whatever. Again, those those email addresses are still valid for you as well. Um, so I would encourage you to reach out because um, that's a great foundation to start that next chapter. Brian and Brittany, thank you so much for everything that you do for the community for, the, well, this is a worldwide podcast. So worldwide, really, I know that you're impacting lives all over the place. So thank you for everything. Thank you, Eric. Thanks, Eric. You bet. And our last thank you always goes to the listening audience. We wouldn't be here without you. Thank you so much for listening to the Dream Architect Live podcast with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Brian and Brittany come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And we humbly ask that you share this podcast, rate it and leave a review as this helps others find the show. And if you've got, you know, you're in a circle of business owners, you're in a circle of folks that are just starting that retirement journey share this podcast with them. They need to hear some of these positive messages that are being brought out and shared for free. Come on. It's a free podcast. You can't beat that. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Sweet Financial Partners, this is Eric Johnson reminding you that possibility comes to those who create it. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Dream Architect Life Podcast, where money and mindset meet with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. If you heard something that really hit home for you, please share it with those you want to be helpful to. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Sweet Financial Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your retirement planning. 